Welcome to Chat Up America with your host, Andy Caldwell. Welcome, everybody. Hope you're doing good out there. Thanks for joining us. My name is Andy Caldwell of the Chat Up America podcast, and joining with me is my good friend, Tim Helms. Tim, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? I, I, I'm fine, man. A little nervous, but uh, what, are we, what are we doing here? We, we've talked about having a, a podcast years ago before the COVID season hit, the COVID yep. season like we we're expecting it. And then the election, and, and then the world just turned upside down, and, and here we are. So, wh- what do you think so far? <laughs> excited about the first episode. Yeah, this is really cool. Well, thanks for joining me, man. I'm I'm excited about this. This is our first episode, and we're delighted that you have downloaded our our first episode. And um, hope you will continue to join us as we journey forward or jump out in deep waters uh, uh, and trying out, uh, you know, sharing good stories and and yep. so. Yeah, we wanted to give a quick backstory on what we're doing here and talk, you know, we could at least give a backstory on why, how we got here, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did come up and talk to Tim a few weeks ago and kind of voluntold him that he's going to be on the show with me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that. Uh, yeah. hope you know what you're getting yourself into. And, sure. uh, but yeah, just, uh, you know, it all started back in second grade. I'm just playing. You know, it all started, started back it, it, at Windy Gap I th- with yeah. Boxer. That's yeah. where it started. That's where, yeah, we would do some uh, <laughs> production uh, for a, a local uh, school where they would go out to Windy Gap in uh, North Carolina and have some great time of fellowship and uh, swimming and uh, what else did we do there? Singing, getting Singing. God's word. It's a Christian zip event. Line. Yeah, zip line. That's Christian too. Zip line. And all that, but we produced videos together, and so just that's where we started building a good relationship and figured out, hey, you you do video production as well, so that's that's my background. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, everyone knows unless you were hiding in a cave or in a coma for for the last twelve months, you know. <laughs> with, that, with, <laughs> you brought up a good point. Wouldn't that be weird? What if someone did? They're like, how do we explain this? Man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hey, I, you know, I'm feeling good and I'm ready to get out of the hospital. Um, what? Why are you wearing a mask? We're we're in a car. Or what we're are these car. people? Whoops. Yeah, where are these people looking at me because I'm not wearing my mask? Man, I must be bad off and can't I know. take any um, Yeah, so with the journey of going through the pandemic with everybody, with their friends and family, um, you know, I was trying to think what, what would be my first couple of words of, 2020 leading into 2021 it was like uh, i think of like words like sucker punch (laughs) i think of other words like uh the upside down for you stranger things fans out there and uh (laughs) you know it's just like uh it was one for the history books the last 12 to 14 months what kind of things or stories surface for you tim as you look back just really quick and kind of saying you know what i feel like i'm in a bad dream it's just not ending it's not going to yeah, end well. It, it's been like like everyone, I'm sure, but the 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 spectrum of emotions and just how I felt. It's like when it. I even thought of this the other day. Like when it when it first started, I saw something. It was a picture or something, or someone was talking about it. I can't remember what that was, but um, that feeling of when we heard about 
that we need to flatten the curve. So it's just going to be like a two week or a two month kind of a thing. Oh, geez. And I remember yeah. the feeling of that. And then thinking of some of the good that had come out of it, you know, like um, just the opportunity to take a pause and people were kind of talking about those types of things. Right. And then you flash forward and man, we've been doing that, you know, this whole time we would never have thought of that then, but we did have a couple of cool things. One was last Easter, like we never would have done this had it not been for the pandemic. But last Easter, we had a little church service for our neighborhood on our front porch. And people came and brought their lawn chairs and kind of sat, you know, six feet apart or whatever and spread out in front. But Mm -hmm. I did think, you know, had it not been for this pandemic, we never would have even considered that. So that was kind of a, some things like that that have emerged have been kind of cool to see how God's used it. Um, Right. But yeah, tough, tough year overall for sure. Yeah, don't even get me started on the, uh, you know, we're just going to mask up for two weeks, and then, you know, they'll do an update. We we live in North Carolina, for those of you who are out of state or don't know us too well yet. We live out uh, around the Charlotte metro area, and so we have a, some state officials who I'll be nice about, but yeah, it's like we're, we're in a never-ending <laughs> pandemic, you know. It's like, okay, they just came up with another update. We're giving this recording in February 2021. It's like, all right, we are uh, – the, the cases are going down, and the vaccinations are getting out, and uh, but we still have a long way to go. And it's like, oh, yeah. my goodness. I was looking at the Twitter feed, and everyone's like, oh, my goodness, here it comes. You know, so it's like we're not going to – we're going to be wearing masks till we turn 80. But uh, hopefully crazy. not. But uh, it's, just, not. It's, just, it's just weird. As you can tell, you know, 2020 was really a, a year of, you know, COVID-19, and then the election came up. And then all chaos broke loose, um, or it was already there. It just we just kind of rediscovered how how uh, you know fragile we are as a country, and becoming yeah. so divisive. And uh, yeah, it was just a just a weird position to be in, and that's what kind of started down this track. And you know, were you going to say something, Tim? Just that in, in all of that. Cause it, it's like, it's heartbreaking that it's so divisive, that it's so polarizing. And I, I, I'm a huge proponent and love the, the idea of the free marketplace of ideas where people are free to share and yet we can disagree, but it, it doesn't have anything to do with hate or mm-hmm. in, you know what I mean? It, it's like these relationships even sometimes are put on hold because of a difference of opinion on stuff. And I know they're important matters, but still just as a society, man, I really kind of crave getting back to being able to have good, hearty, open, honest debate and, you know, talk about stuff, but don't, but not letting those things interfere with relationships, you know? It's just, it's just yeah. been an interesting time, and I, I've kind of grieved over that, to be honest with you. Yeah, and, you know, it was a perfect storm. You know, you have, you know, if you're sitting on the outside as an enemy of America and you're watching all this unfold, you're like, oh, my goodness, let's just let the Americans implode on each other. Let them destroy yeah. themselves. And that's almost where it got to a point. And whatever, whatever political side of the aisle that you are on, you know, just to say, like, discussions on Facebook. Yeah, everyone knows that you shouldn't really try to – you're never going to win an argument. Right. I've been there. I'm guilty of that. I'm um, guilty. Hurts of feelings. 
but it got I've to learned the point, some tough tough yeah. lessons on that. Oh yeah, and and we could we could, we got to learn to listen. Uh, but it got to the point where I would say, "Hey, um, the sky is blue." Well, no, that you need to fact check that. That's you know whether you're a bigot or <laughs> that came from a you know we're I would say we we lean on the conservative side, but I want to you know do my research and you know use common sense. Like, no, that's that's not. You got that from that website. It's not. It's not legit. And fact checkers, no. you know, some kids from, you know, from twenty somethings <laughs> who were majored in social media or something, you know, said, "Well, that's yeah. not." I know I'm not a doctor, but this is uh, this is not true. So I was like, "Okay, there." You can't even share that, <laughs> right? And 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 I get that, but like you said, I want to have relationships to be able to. What happened to getting face to face with people and having a conversation? And that's what we want to do on the show, Tim, is yeah. is to, you know, help one another learn the art of it's the lost art actually of conversation. Sure is. That I could come and have a beer with you or sit sit down and break bread and, and maybe just have discussion online, but it's not as personal. Uh, but be able to engage in dialogue with one another. We might agree to disagree, but not to the point to where what about what about ism? You know, what well what about this? What about it's like no you're not listening to me. I need to do a better job as a human being to listen to others what, yeah. whatever background you come from. You know? Yeah. And and that's what we've lost I think as a as a nation and that it's cause it's causing us to go down a, a a dark path, a dangerous path if you will. I mean we could unpack that a little bit but yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of my sense. There's like a a certain accountability that you feel and experience when you're with another person in person of as course, opposed yeah. to hiding behind the keyboard just and it it's like as a society we've lost all sense of that civility and those uh the the art of conversation that we you know those of us our age for sure grew up with because we didn't have any of the other stuff so we <laughs> learned how to actually you know, have manners and respect and all that kind of stuff. But once the online portals became available, man, people just kind of threw some of that out the window and said, Hey, this is easy. You can say what you want. Yeah. So, I remember yeah. a Facebook friend saying, how can people say things, you know, how would you type something? You're faceless. You're not as impersonal. Yeah. And, um, and people don't know how to obviously read quote unquote body language on when you're typing, but why would you say something like that if you if you wouldn't say that to him and face to face? Your expression, your inflection, everything, none of that comes through. We experience that in texting too. You know, like, oh yeah. sorry, I didn't mean I, I know I didn't mean it that way. I just I didn't mean it in all it. caps. I didn't mean I wasn't I was driving. Yeah, I didn't know so it's so it gets so tricky like that. But yeah. Right. I, I think we've gone to another level to where I just finished the book. Um I don't know if I told you earlier, um, as we're preparing for this show or episode, um, Jonathan Zetrain's uh, book called The Future of the Internet and How to Stop It. It basically just takes you on a journey how computers started and um, the growth and um, the merging of technology and the internet and it and how it plays into our social lives. It, he wrote this book like 10 years ago, and I'm like, dude, you are prophetic as it relates to you know, the post-election uh, post January sixth, the the riot, the rioting that happened, unfortunately at uh, Capitol Hill in D.C. Um, but just how we would say now, big tech is, you know, is trying to 
what would you say, cancel, <laughs> if you will, the whole cancel culture thing, trying to cancel yep. conservatives or people yep. they disagree with or feel like they're pushing uh, the wrong agenda. And so uh, Jonathan talks about Zitrain talks about in this book that, uh, you know, sometimes a punishment doesn't fit the crime, i.e., you know, oh, well, you know, we, there was a riot. There were people protesting. Um, nothing was burned down. Um, unfortunately, a couple of people died, but there are even some stories fabricated from that point. We're not going to get into all that. That's not my point. But what yeah. I'm saying is the you know, now there are people, um, state officials or big tech organizations trying to cancel out people who might have been um, associated just walking or participating in the rally or the protest that day. If you committed a crime that day or participated in the protest, doesn't necessarily mean that you get your freedom of speech canceled, whatever, if you're liberal or conservative. And that's why I think if you do your research and really listen and see what the major media outlets are doing or whoever you listen to or read about um, in current events, the punishment doesn't fit the crime in a lot of cases. As the trend continues to say, our outrage has become disproportionate to the social norm. You know, we, we've forgotten how to express ourselves in a conversation. So we start yeah. pointing fingers, we start slandering one another and threatening one another. And so it, it's got to stop, you know, because if we, and that's our goal here on the show is to bring on people who are making a difference in the community. We're not going to sit there and try to, you know, be political analysts. We might try to do that, but uh, <laughs> I thought that's but, what we were doing. That's, yeah, that's why well, I'm here. Well, never mind. I Good. guess we're going to do that. Um, we won't camp out on that, but we're going to try to to bring in some positive, some hope. If you feel like you've been displaced after 2020, the election, or if you've been stuck on in lockdown for wherever you you come from in the world or in, in whatever state you're in, and and you just feel like you lost your voice as far as um, what you believe in, you know, if you're still a lover of the Constitution, United States of America, and you you believe in the freedom of speech, then this will hopefully be a place for you um, yeah. as we bring on people and guests to share about what they're doing, their sphere of influence, and how they're making an impact, or how how has the last 12 months impacted them, and what what are they doing about it? Um, the people, yeah. you know. Uh, the boots on the ground, the people, the grassroots level, if that makes sense. Yeah. Love it. I look forward to it. Look forward to hearing from people and getting into their lives and, and hearing what they're doing and even disagreeing, you know, just talking it through and right. And bringing awareness to, to all of those issues will be a a great experience. And now a word from our sponsor. Voice Modulator 2000. Are you having a difficult time understanding people who mask up during the lockdown? Are you frustrated that the waitress misunderstood your lunch order? Oh, no, 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 no. I wanted the dressing on the side. Tired of misdiagnosed treatment from your doctor? Ointment? I thought you said appointment. The VM2000 is programmed to translate your muffled voice. VM2000 comes equipped with five languages. English, Espanol, Deutsch, Elvish, and Cleon, here's an example. Hey, Bob, how are you? The M2000 robot voice translates. Hey, Bob, how are you? Call 1-555-867-5309. 
That's 555-867-5309 and order your VM2000 for $99. That's right. For only $99, you'll never be misunderstood again. Disclaimer. VM2000 theoretically works only on people who wear up the three masks. And this ad is not real. At least for now. Tim, got a question for you. Yes. Now, you live north of Charlotte, and I live in the south of Charlotte metro area. Do you call it uptown Charlotte or downtown Charlotte? Andy, I was born in Presbyterian Hospital on <laughs> 7th Street in downtown Charlotte. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. And I do remember, like, I think it was about the time when the city started thinking about getting the Hornets. Were you here then? Like, do you remember all that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before the Bobcats. Yeah, they kind of, at that time, someone kind of hypothesized that by calling it downtown, that was negative Mm -hmm. because it had a negative connotation. And in order to attract things like the Charlotte Hornets, we're going to start calling it uptown. So I I just, by habit, I still call it downtown. I think everyone else calls it uptown. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. What do you you call it? What do you call it? Uh, It's weird. I call it Uptown. I think people just, it kind of grew on me. You know, I moved here when it was already being called Uptown. Okay. You know, I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia. So I always said we're going to downtown Atlanta. But it just, oh. it's funny how, you know, the habit of saying Uptown and trying to explain with business associates who come into town, you know, hey, I'll pick up the airport. We'll go Uptown. And sometimes they're like, what? You know, where? <laughs> where are we what? going? You know, and Isn't then I get caught up. Like, We're going to downtown or or uptown. You know, I was like, yeah, I feel I feel like a goofball because, you know, what should I say here? Uptown or downtown? What's appropriate Atlanta here? Atlanta have an area called something other than downtown. I, like I've been there. I know they have the underground, don't they? Yeah, I hadn't heard but that I word in a long had time. They have a little area. five point. They have you know just a bunch of areas in the suburbs yeah. and whatnot. But I don't know if people will call it. You know, something, something other than different. downtown Atlanta. Like South End here, sort of. I think they yeah. had some area where I heard something different. But I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess if you talk to the younger folks than, you know, yes. than we are, they, they'll say different names, parts of the city and whatnot. True. But uh, anyway, I, I just wanted to ask just to give a little background of some of the folks out there listening and what in the world they talking about. The Queen City. <laughs> So just real quick, I feel like I wanted to unpack a little bit more about, you know, why we feel like Chat Up America is important, at least for me, in my heart, in talking to friends, um, business colleagues, or people at church, people on my softball team. And, uh, you know, I love playing softball, even as an old guy. But just it's, seeing it's that getting people more are dangerous. Hurt, yeah, it is getting dangerous, and that's what my wife keeps telling me. Um, take the ibuprofen and, uh, you know, during the lockdown and election and just, if you're, if you're trying to listen, put your ear to the ground, Tim, I I feel like people want to know that things are in control, you know, um, regardless of where you are in the political aisle again, I just feel like what we hear in the media and all the fear mongering, all the bad news, obviously, yeah, you could turn off the TV, this and that, but a lot of the things that we could, you know, put at a distance with their arm, you know, are kind of crept in to our household. Wearing a mask, um, 
going to the store and having to do all these um, COVID protocols. And, and I get that. I think my daughter has the record. My oldest daughter has the record of having to quarantine the most because she's been exposed to other friends or students or athletes who've had come down with, with um, COVID-19. It's just those extra layers of stress that we have to deal with. And people react differently. You know, the lockdowns caused, I think the stats are that suicide rates have gone up, um, depression, drug abuse, you name it. It, And it's unfortunate, but we don't hear about it. We don't hear about the people being impacted by that. And it's frustrating. And so, and that's why I think it's important for us to pull those who are wandering in the wilderness, if you will, or have lost their way. I felt like I did that. It's like, where where am I putting my trust in and my hope? But at the same time, how can I... Um, take action in a sense and maybe this could be one way uh, I don't know but you have any thoughts on that on your end Tim yeah same thing just echoing it 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 it's like the focus has been on the uh, in the realm of what to do or what not to do and not so much on the ramifications of both of those sides so yeah, mm-hmm. not even not much stats about it or anything. I'll, we just hear people talking and sharing, and you know, we each have our stories and right. those that we're connected with. Um, yeah, so it, to me, it's been a that has been a struggle. It's been a yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, I think it's it's what I say is the death by a thousand cuts. You know, it's just one thing after another that that pulls away from who we are as Americans. Um, I mean, it's the subtle things, you know, like I can't go and watch my girls play soccer and the athletic division has decided to implement that, you know, visiting teams, parents cannot participate or spectate at the games. And that's, it's like, this is ludicrous. It's a nice day outside and there's no scientific data that shows that that I, (laughs) you know, don't get me started on that, buddy. Well, that is, I think, that has been a big issue for a lot of people, including myself, I think, is the is trying to parse out what really is the science. And, of course, everybody's willing to do whatever it takes, you know, if there's a reason to do it. But if there's really no reason to do it and it's just some kind of a quasi-political thing or I don't even know what else it could be, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't yeah. think there's any financial ramifications involved. I mean, I don't know. It could be if it is, it causes more finances. I mean, financial burden exactly. On so, so all of that, yeah, I, I felt that pain bad. Just wanting to be like, man, let's if if we need to do it, definitely we want to. But if not, free it up. So that's been a tough thing too. I know a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, I was I was telling a buddy the other day, man. One of my biggest struggles is doing something. That doesn't make sense. Like wearing a mask outside and no one's around me. It's just like I, I don't yeah. do it unless I, you know, go to the game. And once I sit down, I take the mask off when I'm, you know, yeah. at a, a ball game. But to me, it's like this is ludicrous. It just my gut tells me this. There's no science behind this. This is just a political thing and power. People overreaching to tell me what I need to do. Yeah. That, that's not America. We're not wired to do this. You're listening to Chat Up America. We here at Chat Up America, we want to focus on interviewing people who are making an impact in their community. So that that's our goal. You know, mainstream media has a bad habit of getting us worked up. And 
provides little solutions when you get all worked up and you know you just walk away all frustrated kind of like I did when I was like man this is uh, this is a little this is getting out of hand and it's becoming divisive it's causing friends and family and strangers being divisive to one another versus listening to to each other and so our goal is to bring value to this show and we want to focus on stories of you know from common folks like us and discovering stories of ordinary people making an impact in their communities. So Chat Up America, as a reminder, is a journey to rediscover the art of conversation with people from all walks of life, and we want you to be part of that journey with us. Um, Mm. So if you feel displaced or discouraged, you're in good company, trust me. Our goal is to exist as a platform for people to express their thoughts and beliefs without fear of being canceled or threatened. What if we get canceled for before we even people even know we exist, Tim? That would be kind of crazy, wouldn't it? I'm so sad. I'm so sad. <laughs> It'd be kind of cool, but it's like, oh, we were canceled. Yeah, canceled. It would got us. Hey, it take a lot of pressure off. Like, yeah. oh, that was fun while it lasted. <laughs> it was fun for like an hour. Um, like an hour. But uh, seriously, yeah, whether you are conservative, progressive, black, white, brown, Christian, atheist, Muslim, Hindu, gay, or trans, bring your voice. Email us at teamchatup at America. US and leave your feedback, your critique. We want to adapt and to share things that you want to hear or discuss or debate. That That's our goal. And so we may agree to disagree, but we'll always listen to you. And maybe you'll be on the show. You never know. What a, yeah. what a pleasure that would be. We want to share stories that may be unimportant to mainstream media, but obviously important to us and to our listeners. You know, if you have a controversial topic or story to discuss, then we want to hear about it. So we appreciate you listening and hope you subscribe and share our podcast, as I said earlier. Any last thoughts, Tim? Enjoyed it, brother. Looking forward to it. Hope to have great conversations and can't wait to uh, just see where this goes. Thank you. Definitely. And thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening to Chat Up America. Keep in touch and send any questions or feedback to teamchatup at chatupamerica.us.